Hi, my name is Sarah Tullock, and this is my podcast, Everything Has a Story. I am a digital content creator, and what that means is that I basically write, I create, I post a bunch of content. One of my jobs is being a beauty blogger, and I'll leave the link in the description for that below. And another one of my jobs is this podcast, because I love talking about stories, I love analyzing them, I love looking at them in different directions, and trying to figure out what they mean and what they were trying to say. So I made this podcast and I hope you guys enjoy it. So today we'll be talking about the anime Shirobako. It is one of my all-time favorite animes. It basically explains the life of an artist living in Tokyo, Japan, and how they basically create like all the anime that you know and love. You go through the process of writing the script and delivering the the storyboards to all the different artists and then coloring and then 3D, you know? So I love learning about different industries, especially since I love storytelling so much. I love to see how all of this gets put into production and creation and then put onto the tv so that all of us can love it so it's just a it's it's really calm it's a really calm kind of anime it's a slice of life you may not like it if you don't like slow slice of life anime but i found it really engaging because there it's just so genuine and it's i I think it's a very important movie i mean uh tv show It, it has a lot of similarities with kiki's delivery service as an adult like watching it is very much different than watching it as a kid because as an adult you see how Kiki is an artist you know that's that's what Hayao Miyazaki is trying to say Kiki is an artist and her magic used to come so easy to her and she has to move to a new city and she has to learn more you know and she deals with burnout and she deals with figuring out like why she does magic and everything and it's, it, it can bring me to tears. It's such a beautiful movie. And you can see that the influences of that in Shirobako. It's about a, a group of friends who went to school together and they all were in the animation club. And they all loved animation. One of them is a voice actress. One of them is an artist. One of them is production. Um, one of them is 3D and writing. And they just, they, they all moved to Tokyo to pursue their dreams. And they're all in entry-level jobs. So you can see like, the levels and like the levels of experience that you need to get to this um, position or how hard it is in that position. So if you're in your early 20s, if you're just out of college, it's a really good show to watch because it's comforting to see what other people are struggling with as you struggle because it's a lot of struggling going on in your early 20s, you know? So to see someone else go through it and still be so passionate about what they want to do is it it just gives you a reason to just keep going that's that's why i love shirabako because they have a reason to keep going and even though you may have lost your way they and they lose their way as well you can see how they got it back and you can see how they grow with their art as they continue working in the animation industry and it also just shows the daily adventure of life life is so worth living and you can see that in the little details that go on in their lives whether it's getting your first second or maybe sixth um voice acting opportunity or how you have to fight with the person at the desk because you need a better schedule and then you have to figure out how to make another schedule or something you know these are all little things that people who just watch anime and don't really think about how it's made like ignore or miss out on and it really made me appreciate um the people who make anime more because when you see it you have to respect them you know you have to pay respect where respect is due and 
that's also why I don't like when people say that like, oh, this production company is lazy or oh, this anime, this, this drawing is lazy, this writing is lazy. Some of them, some of these critiques are valid, but some of them is like, oh, this pixel is out of place. Just that you have to zoom in like a million times. It's like, shut up. All right, you do it then because so many people critique art, but then they don't know what it's like to actually make it and the limitations and the time, the deadlines that we have to meet, you know, like there's so much to to add into making art. You don't get to just, a lot of times, especially if it's monetized, if you're in an industry where you have to put out anime to make money and you have to work for an animation company to make money, you don't have all the time in the world. You're rushed. You don't get to explore so many things. Every The script is rushed. You, everything has a time, has a deadline. So it's very interesting to see how people maneuver with that kind of thing and how people talk to each other in this industry. And it, it's just, it's, it's nice to see that, you know, maybe it's not all flowers and roses and rainbows and butterflies everywhere, but it's still awe-inspiring to make art. And if, you, if your soul needs that, then you keep doing it, no matter what. One of my favorite things about shirobako is the idea that you have to keep going because your soul depends on it you know they um they've they they introduce the animation industry world to you in the first couple episodes and they introduce the characters to you and then they get to the part where you kind of have to fight for yourself in this industry so um you kind of have to learn that like how people value different things and you have to talk to different people in certain ways because you know, you might think that, like, if you're an artist, you might think that the keyframes and and how everything, like, blends together and, like, that may be the most important thing to you, but th that's probably not the most important thing to a 3D artist or to a voice actor, you know? For to a voice actor, it could be about the level of emotion and how it lines up with the storyboarding and, like, making sure that this person comes to life the way that they are supposed to be. They're just, they're supposed to, you're supposed to forget that they're not real. You're, they're supposed to come alive, you know? So they eventually get to this part where they focus on this new guy who comes onto the scene. His name is Hiroka Daisuke. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And he has been in this industry for a couple years. He's gotten very discouraged because in his other jobs, they were all like mediocre and they all like barely cared about the anime they were making. So even though he was really excited to make anime and he was really like, like gung-ho for everything and trying to work with everyone to make sure that the project got done correctly, so many people just didn't care. They were just were kind of just cared about their own job and not really cared about the community of the industry and the, the 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 company that they were working for so by the time he gets to this animation company he is just like a apathetic to everything he he doesn't care if he brings all the cuts to the artists at the same time so that they all get bombarded instead of pacing them out he doesn't care how anybody hears his tone of voice he's just like fuck it like you should just like take it for what it is not really get emotional about it and it eventually like pisses off everyone because in this new animation company that he's at which is the company that we've been following the whole season everybody cares you know you can't not care it's rude in this company it's not cool to not care so you kind of see how you have to not not really like not step on any toes but you have to be a, a person you know you have to be a human being and you have to have compassion for everyone because everyone's working really hard and it's 
they're probably grossly underpaid that's what everybody says about the japanese animation industry so if you're not gonna do your job and like it then you can kind of just like leave you know but even the people who do leave even the people who like go to different industries and everything they still care and they still like like the people in this company so it that's it, it's sad to see him learn to not care because of the past like trauma he calls it that he's been dealing with because there is eventually like you can quit you know you can quit those jobs and you can come here and then there's going to be a really great work environment that you have to kind of aspire to towards but also aspire to contribute to because that's it's it's art you need to have a good working environment when it's art you can't just be selfish about your own thing and not give a shit about everything else it's it's important to be part of a community especially in an industry when everything is rushed like the the keyframe people feel like they're uh, the keyframe artists feel like they're being rushed 3d is constantly being questioned of whether they people need it and maybe they should like get rid of it because everybody loves 2d but then 3d is the future and you know it's that's a constant argument there's like production has to deal the production desk has to deal with everyone's feelings and the multiple schedules which is what um mia morty the main character has to deal with and you can follow her and see that everything is crazy all the time there's just so much chaos that goes on in the animation industry and that's one of the reasons why it's a good show to watch because you know it's not like not action driven they find ways to make their life exciting and you the work is exciting so it's really great he tries to get other people to not care and they're like who the fuck are you you know like i care this is the work that i do this has been the work that i've been doing some of them for 20 years and you have to care so it it then it brings up the conversation of like okay why do you care why did you get into anime in the first place you know and some people are able to answer that right off the bat where it's like oh well obviously i really love this one anime so it inspired me for the rest of my life and i've been drawing like that movie from like 1994 and i just keep running with that and that's what fuels like my soul basically and some people are like oh you know it's just um some people are like, oh, well, it's a job and it's a job that I've been doing for the past like 10 years. And some people are like, what do you mean this is just a job? Couldn't you just do anything? And then they're like, yeah, but also like, no, like I like this job. So that brings us to the second half of the like season. And Miyamori's like, you know, I'm not really sure why I got into anime. You know, she's she's questioning herself now. And, you know, this is I, I really liked that they allowed her to question herself because it's during one of the most difficult parts of her career so far she got promoted she doesn't feel like she's ready to be promoted she is dealing with so like working without really having like a rough draft like she's brought into this new position just completely cold and you know she's been watching her superiors but it's different from like actually being thrown into it and doing it suddenly you know not being ready for it so while everybody is so secure with their reasoning she questions it and she feels guilty for questioning it because she has like a stable job while some of her friends don't have stable jobs they're like freelancing looking for gigs here and there but you know she still she still has to ask like why does she make anime and at the end of the day so it, it was really comforting to hear to hear her story because at the end of the, she was like why do i make anime she's like because I, I like making anime and that's that's a two-parted kind of answer is like why do i make anime because i like it boom that's all you need you know, whatever you like doing, you end up doing it. That's your reason. It's just because you like it. You don't have to have an answer beyond that. And I really like that because even if you don't have 
like a really detailed, really awe-inspiring story, that feeling of just liking something so you do it is a valid feeling and it's a lot of times especially as a young adult you have to like fight for your reason like oh why are you going to animation school why do you have this job instead of like a lawyer job or a doctor job and I like it is not always the answer that will get people off your back you know and but it's freeing to hear her say it because you know I like it that's it that's that's all it needs to be that's a complete sentence that's a real reason I like it. The end. Boom. Get off my back. You know? And and that just blunt, I like it answer helps her get to the second part of her answer, which is I like making anime. The production of it is as important as the writer or the animator or the 3D artist or the voice actor, you know? Somebody has to be able to bring all these things together and that's her job. And she was able to do that not only in her own industry where she gets a job and then she keeps everything together, but all of her friends in the anime club ended up working on an anime together and even though it wasn't their anime that they thought of when they were in school it was still they it was still experience it was still everybody got to meet their dreams because Miyamori was working to make sure that anime was still being produced it was still being like on it was still being put on air you know everything was up to schedule everything's up to date boop de bop there's somebody that wants to make sure that this art is seen by everyone and that is as that's as important as anything else and i really like that this story was brought like brought to us through mia morty's eyes because as an artist myself i didn't really think of i don't really think of production that much i think of that as something that's out of my hands so like cuz like i'm an author i or and i'm also a digital content creator i as a as a digital content creator i produce some of my own stuff i make make my own website with Squarespace or I post it everywhere myself you know I'm like post this podcast myself and using different platforms but beyond that I don't really think too much about it and as an author when I finish my book and I send it off to publishers I don't know how much of a hand I'll have in the distribution or the pricing or any of that and I don't really think about it too much because my intentions and my thoughts are all focused on writing the actual story so it's important for people to who who are who are artists and who aren't artists see that art by itself art art cannot be by itself art has to be produced but it also has to be distributed and to see it to see the distribution was as beautiful as seeing the art being made because then it's it's it doesn't have to just sit in a room with a couple handful of artists who don't know how, where to put it as as important as making anime is it has to be shared and that sharing was one of the most magical parts of this anime and it was just it was just really nice it was nice to see her make two anime and get um production rights to make other things an original anime and a an anime based off the manga and it was just so nice to see her even though she struggled even though she went through burnout it also taught me how to deal with burnout it taught me how to be more compassionate in my own industry and it just teaches me it taught me how to make a community and keep your community really you a lot of times like when you're 
out in in the open and in this new industry you kind of just think of yourself you kind of think of like how you have to get farther and how you have to try for this and you have to do that but you don't you don't have to do this by yourself and a lot of times you have to do this with a group you have to do this with a community and it's honestly better that way because if you're just looking out for yourself then you get nowhere pretty quickly but if you do this with other people in especially people who like all the same stuff as you you can all create something beautiful which is what you wanted done in the first place you can't do every job you know so that was something i really have to work on because i want to do everything by myself i'm an aries i want to just be good at every job all the time and get all the credit for it but that's not good <laughs> i can't do that all the time some things i want to sometimes i just want to be the boss and the ceo and the everything but i can't I have to outsource and I have to talk to people and I have to be nice, <laughs> you know? You have to be compassionate, especially when you're dealing with other artists. So I I watch this every time I burn out because it reminds me how to heal from burnout and it reminds me that there are people out there who, who want the same things I do and who value the same things I do. And even if they value it in a different way, like the way 2D artists value animation differently than 3D artists, it's still valued and it's still made into an anime and it's still distributed and people will say that the anime that you made was the most important thing in their life so far and i hope that i am able to hear that one day with my own work so thank you so much for listening i really hope that you pick up this anime i'll leave a link to it on crunchyroll down below and i'll also leave my website so you can see my other work and my instagram if you want to follow and if you have a recommendation that you want me to uh, review or talk about something specific like what I did here today then just send me a dm or comment on any of my pictures and I'll see you guys next time